2: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Challenge All-Stars 3 Up Podcast for the premiere. I am Brian Cohn. Here with me is the great uh, Al Ali. How are you?
1: Brian, I am feeling rejuvenated, refreshed, relaxed, rested, and rehearsed because we did have a false start intro. But now we are back and we are ready to cover what you have widely announced uh, and publicized as our 19th season of MTV coverage not just challenge but MTV coverage
2: 19th season and probably the longest gap of time we've ever had between seasons we took a more time off than Melinda's ankle so we're in pretty good shape
1: I'm panicked now because did I say 19 years I definitely said 19 seasons right
2: I don't think I have no idea hopefully <laughs> <laughs> hopefully
1: you know what's exciting about you making a big stink and falsely advertising the way the podcast got started over yep. 19 seasons is that like we know what the 20th season is going to be like our eyes are on the horizon. Like, you know, we're looking at the horizon and the 20th season of coverage is coming up in a few months. And yet we made a big deal out of 19. I love that.
2: <laughs> and What's even better is like the 20th season for us is going to involve a total of zero people that have ever been on the challenge before, which is just is so perfect.
1: Although I guess technically it's not. What do you? It's it's twenty seasons of us podcasting together because that, that wouldn't yeah. be twenty seasons of MTV coverage, and it can't just be challenge coverage because we're counting. Are you the one? And technically,
2: so- not to get Kyle Picard on our case, but we did talk about the Pepsi drink commercial show. So that this could be twenty.
1: Here's the thing: as I argued with Rob when that show got announced, that is not an independent season of television. <laughs>
2: That's a commercial.
1: <laughs> think, we covered a we commercial.
2: Is it on their IMDb? Do you think it is?
1: <laughs> I mean, commercials are on people's IMDb's, right? right? Like I did a Pepsi spot or something.
2: But if it was, if it says like each episode, like who was even one person on that show? Like, look, Natalie I, I, Negrani. I, okay, let's see. How many?
1: Okay, how many people? There were eight cast members. I think I could name six.
2: Um, I, I don't think I can name any. I literally I'm drawing. Okay, a, Natalie. Drawing of, oh, I can name uh, Kyra, Eric, Kira. Eric. Eric from the Bachelor was awesome. Okay, it, right? he's
1: someone I would not have named. Uh um, another woman from The Bachelor whose name starts with an O, but I cannot access it. Anyeca. I can't access it. Wow, that's Ha-ha. A big ball. Anyeka, Kira, um, from from Kira. This is what you tune in for everyone. <laughs> Kira, Kira from Love Island and X on the Beach this season. Let's not talk about that. Um uh Kylie, is that her name from Ari the One, season eight? Uh, a guy who I want to say Vinny, but it's not Vinny from The Circle. Joey.
2: Oh, Joey. Oh, my God. Joey, look at you.
1: Joey, that's four. Natalie, I already said from Big Brother, that's five. Mm-hmm. I said I could name six. Shit. Um. Well, get back to me later. I don't want to waste too much time. With I, this. I'm looking
2: up the full cast. I have the full cast. Let's see. Did you say Lauren? Lauren Speed?
1: Wait. No, she no, was the host. the host. Okay. Don't it tell me any more cast members. Give me a hint. Give me like a show that somebody was from.
2: Oh. Um I think no, no, no I I'm going to remember.
1: Oh. Well, one person,
2: one person is from No, the I got challenge.
1: it. I got it. Harry Jowsey, Harry yeah. Jowsey, Six. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then did you say a scumbag?
1: No, but you know what? I'm done. <laughs> I got so, six. So here's they
2: something, said something it very funny. Be
1: done. No one said it. I said it couldn't be done and I did it.
2: If you type uh, Natalie into IMDb, the headline on her bio is self, comma match me if you can, twenty twenty one.
1: Well, because that was her most recent credit, maybe.
2: I guess so, but that is that always like the person's most recent credit is like the headline. I wish we could edit this and put it like, at the it says end. Of the she, show. It says she is known for match me if you can, <laughs> real world and entertainment tonight. Not I didn't know Kyle brother. Picard worked for t v <laughs> It's just incredible.
1: I am, we're not talking enough about how I just named six of the eight cast members from a Pepsi commercial. <laughs> I can't even remember when freaking Kyle is on a season, but I can name six people from a Pepsi
2: commercial. Your memory might not go for puzzles, but it is good for remembering people on random Pepsi commercials back in the day.
1: While I appreciate the segue, Brian. I'm actually incredible at memory puzzles.
2: Right. Just for comparison, Harry Jousy, Harry Joussy, I don't ever say his name, um, his first thing is Jamie Lynn Spears and Chantel Jeffries Follow Me from 2020. So Follow not me. Not everyone's first thing. What is
1: know. what does that even mean?
2: No idea. But that was the first thing on this thing.
1: All right. You know what? come come because you think we're gonna talk about the challenge all stars. Leave because we don't. Well,
2: look, Don't there's like a good chance. Someone in this show will be on you if you can season two. So we're just, you know, this is all the feeder system for that.
1: All right, everyone, if you're just joining us, um we've been allowed to do 19 seasons of this shit.
2: <laughs> well, not yet. We haven't completed 19. The,
1: the no parents, no rules, baby. <laughs> Rob like tuning in to be like, let me just check on my podcast like yeah, the let's first see episode. <laughs> Not well. I'll tell you that for free. Not well.
2: But all stars. Here we are. We're back. We're back. I'm very excited.
1: Brian, is it because you are excited? Like you've I am. been? I can say normally, like we take a break in a season, and I haven't seen you or talked to you since the season. But like I, I've I've seen you uh, quite a few times, and I can tell you're pumped about this.
2: Yeah, all star season two just. Was such a pleasant viewing experience from start to finish. It was incredible. Um, I love this cast. As we went through with the must lose draft, a lot of good people here. Um, the format got me even more hyped. Great, great format. It's just, I don't know. There's nothing. Not, like I, I when this All Stars was first announced, like I, I've never been like a big fan of like the, the nostalgic things, like bringing things back from like the 90s and like trying to repurpose them, and they always stink. They're always such a disappointment. But, like this is like one of the best things that's ever like been recaptured i guess it's not fully recaptured because obviously some of these people have been on the show pretty recently but like, the, the essence of it was like oh bring back the people from the glory days and it's it's so far better than i could have ever hoped it would be
1: i don't know if it's because this airs in the summer is it always in the summer it was it last time it was the winter I, I don't know if this is the summer because this is the summer i'll say that mm-hmm. but nothing feels more like a high school reunion or like a summer camp reunion or like you've been at school and now you're going to go back and see your friends you haven't seen in a year. Like there's just such fun energy to this. And yeah, I, I it's the music. It's the people. It's the fact that even the drama isn't so like, devastating right? right like I mean you have real life drama like Mark's mom and we'll talk about it but like in terms of like fights that happen it's still sort of good natured and good sports and even with Jordan and Wes it's like jabs it's not cheating on your boyfriend it's and, and I'm here for that too but just like this is more You're here
2: like, for cheating on your boyfriend wow it's like, oh boy
1: well <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like it's I'm, I can I can appreciate the drama going on on X on the beach right but mm-hmm. this is sort of like good old-fashioned cotton candy reality TV, and I love it.
2: Yeah, there's something to be said for having people on a show that are just doing it not for really fame, and just doing it because they like to compete, they like the people to be around, it's the do something they don't think they'll ever do again, and to try to win some money. And like that essence has been so stripped from the challenge proper in recent years because it is so many new people coming off one other reality show where they're really trying to, like, make this their business. What on earth is happening in the background?
1: Was that loud? <laughs> I'm so thirsty. I am shaking from a water bottle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. I was very worried for a second. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> so- <laughs> oh, should we scrap the whole thing? It's no, so this cool. is perfect. It was perfect.
1: I just remember yeah, we had a debate about how long a milk um a water jug could stay yes jugged
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> how long is this water bottle been in your fridge for
1: it's not been in my fridge i like it room temp that's how i could drink it so quick <laughs> okay i wish we weren't doing this i'm sorry all right what did you think of the scripted intros i know i just cut you off and here's yeah no
2: no I, um, the intros are even the intros like this was like not like you know the dual like tribal dancing that like that throwback but it was different than even how the challenge proper does it and it was done in a very lighthearted way but also kind of setting the stage like how they picked the groups like I like that the past winners all got to come in together I like that Wes kind of got his big uh, reintroduction coming officially over to all stars I like the different groupings and they really kind of let each of them have a little bit of a moment
1: Uh, yeah I did too I really liked that they came in in a, in some sort of configuration that made sense. They had the winners from All Stars come in together. Tina and Veronica. Like again, we always say if you're new to the show, the cha- the show will show you what you need to know. And I mm-hmm. think it started with the entrances. But I also love that they showed Tyler noticing. It's like noticing you, noticing me. Like I notice that people are coming in together, and let me think about why. That was a really fun uh, clip to see.
2: Yeah, it's too bad that was like the only smart thing and anything he did for the entire episode he was on but yeah that was that was good by him that was good
1: um what is wrong with me i mean literally we could play the last 10 minutes of this back and and really dig into that but every time tina describes herself i feel seen (laughs) and i'm like feel very disturbed by that
2: so do you think so would you describe yourself as bourbon is that the, the liquor of comparison for you that there's bite but you're nice
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that, look, Brian, you've known me for 19 seasons. Like, yeah, I'm like difficult, like a little bit of a difficult mouthfeel. An
2: an acquired taste. An acquired taste. Enjoy better with age.
1: At the end of the day, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) But at the end of the day, you know, like I'm nicer than you thought it would be. That's, I think, what she says. And I feel very seen. Not everybody who met me last week would feel that way, but Mm. I, I feel seen.
2: What did you make of Tina? Because obviously last season she quits. We think we'll never see her, hear from her again on the show. She comes back and I feel like it was a very positive Tina up until like the end of this uh, episode, too. But up until then, before she like kind of turned threatening, she was like very pleasant and like very un Tina like.
1: Here's the thing. A lot of stuff was ignored this episode. Like, I was busting out of my chair when they announced Tina, and they don't address that she quit until her elimination at the end of the first right. episode. And even then, she's like, When I left, like, shockingly quick. Like, no, when you quit, yeah. like, let's address <laughs> right. that you quit. And then we have the Naya and the Jordan, and it's like, I was, I left in disgrace after making mistakes. Like, let's address to the extent that it wouldn't be painful to the victims of your literal attacks. Like, So fair enough if they don't want to dredge it up for that reason. But, like, I thought a lot of people got off for a lot of shit of varying degrees this episode.
2: So I was actually even surprised they addressed the Jordan and I stuff, like, at all. I thought they would have just been, like, they're back and here's, like, a a package of what they've done. But I was surprised they even had them address or uh, apologize or, like, give, like, a, a PR statement of, like, you know, I've come a long way. I'm a better person. Here I am. Like I wasn't even surprised they gave that. So if they really were going to dive in further, I would have been super surprised. Um, that's definitely not something they usually do on the show, like the proper, maybe like an after show type thing. But to even have them acknowledge it and like put it out there for a little I'm sure a lot of people who watch these shows don't really know a lot of the stuff that, that may have happened. If you just watch the show, you don't really know uh, or even maybe forgot Nia's past. So it, it, to even acknowledge it at the jump, I was a little surprised by.
1: I mean, they have to. Like, can you imagine? Like, I do think MTV or whoever the powers that be are more in the, like, position of, like, wanting to address that stuff than they've ever mm-hmm. been. But, like, can you imagine if they didn't?
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of shows wouldn't, honestly. Um, like, the challenge even, like, a year ago probably would try not to. No, but
1: we're in a different, we're to, to a lot of, uh, to c- almost complete credit of the players alumni of reality TV and vocal viewers of reality TV, we're in a different world now.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I'm not even saying it's a bad thing that they addressed it. I'm glad that they did. I was just surprised that they had them do it, but I am glad that they put it out there just so people like, again, like people might not, not even know that this was a thing. So I'm, I'm glad they had them at least address it.
1: Okay. Let's, speaking of something else we need to address, Jordan's hair. Like,
2: well, that's an every season thing. He 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 comes in with fresh looks.
1: It, nothing is fresh about that look. Nothing.
2: It's new. That's not great, but it's
1: it's, it's, it's new. Ugh! It's it's disgusting. Anyway, that's it. Um, Mark walks in. Speaking of looks, in an outfit that I know you're a fan of.
2: Oh yes, the black on black. <laughs> Big fan. Stole off my wedding picture, that's right.
1: Is that what you were going for? A godfather look?
2: I think so. <laughs> I, I, to be fair, I was, I was going off the uh, the Nick Jonas look. That's how uh, it was modeled for me. So that's how I found it. Or how Emily found it. But yes, I was going to say, did Emily present you with
1: a mood board? Or did you yes. see it? Okay. No, I absolutely
2: <laughs> did not. But I loved it when she presented it. I was like, oh, this is great. I love black on black.
1: Now, did you have tags on the bottom of your shoes, too?
2: <laughs> Thankfully, no. I clipped those off right before I walked down the aisle.
1: to wait what was it again
2: uh closer
1: (laughs) that's my my favorite fact in the world is raising that even though it's like totally normal it's just like i like bringing it up Mm -hmm. all right um let's talk about um uh ronnie ronnie is that right ronnie ronnie i think so i should know this um
2: yeah ronnie
1: Uh, she drops a stat that I don't think we were aware of on the must-lose draft, right? She's two wins out of two challenges, which we knew, but also has never seen an elimination.
2: And met Kobe. Who had Kobe showing up on a flashback (laughs) of uh, Challenge All-Stars?
1: I mean, all incredible information to learn.
2: Yeah, no, but no, uh, I really had no idea about that those stats, and we kind of said, or I think you kind of said at the jump when Cynthia and Ronnie were the top two picks and must lose. But like I get Cynthia, but Ronnie kind of seems like she can make a mark here. She seems pretty strong and athletic, um, and that kind of played through for these first couple episodes. She seems uh, much stronger than you know a more unknown person coming in would think. And I think she, you know, from the even from the intro package made it made it look that way.
1: Well, that was really explained um, with the expression of takes one to no one. And when Cynthia said you cut her open and wine comes out, I was like, ah, that's what I was picking up on my sister. (laughs) Um, Of course. Uh, But Sylvia, speaking of the must draft. You know, I felt validated not because I mean, Sylvia kicked ass, right? So I'm sure Matt feels good about that and he should and yep. Sylvia should feel good about it. But what she says, she backs me up in her own intro by being like, people remember me as an underdog. And I was like, all right, I'm not deranged. I'm right. wrong, but I'm not in- insane.
2: Yep. And Kayla coming in with how I felt she was. like, Yeah, I'm going to bring the drama, <laughs> I, 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 which is, you know, speak for people hate me. So I get in fights. So she brings the drama.
1: Well, let's talk about Kayla's voice for a second. Did you notice this? I feel like Kayla's voice is like five octaves higher than it ever was before.
2: Well, she, I think she hangs around with Sheena a lot, right? And Sheena gets a high octave, so kind of falls in line.
1: I wasn't sure if it was the British thing. She's like picking up a little bit of softness from her husband, Sam Bird. Uh, Nick wrote in and asked us, uh, does anyone, where is it? It's like that I have the same voice as Kayla. I mean... Yep. Not any, not anymore. Is anyone else, else going to address that Allie and Kayla have the same voice? If we ever did, we certainly don't anymore because I don't think I could even reach the octave that she's speaking at in her normal speaking voice now.
2: Yeah, I, I haven't picked up on that at all. <laughs>
1: um, so, sorry, I was going to be like, speaking of not picked up on this, I think my audio is not recording, but it is. We're back. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, one thing that was interesting, because, you know... Cyrus is the only one who really gives us an update, right? Even Naya and Jordan are kind of cagey about their relationship. Cyrus Mm -hmm. just got engaged. I think Derek later says also he's planning a wedding. But these entrances, I feel like, used to be like, since you last saw me, like Kayla, I've been in the UK married to my husband who I met on X on the Beach Challenge, wherever they met. Like, We didn't really get flashbacks to people's lives. We more got a very... Athletic focused, comp focused, challenge that focused intro for almost everyone.
2: Yeah, um, and I mean for Cyrus, like I'm glad he's back, um, and I think that the his you know his welcome made sense. But like him welcoming him, his first scene on the on the show, being like I'm back, everyone. Like I feel like that should be more dedicated for someone who a wasn't just on it like pretty recently, and b is more of a bigger star. Like is anyone screaming? Oh, Cyrus is back! Great. He's like, yeah. He's back, Congrats.
1: you know what's interesting about Cyrus, and this is sort of jumping to uh the first elimination that it's Cyrus against Tyler is like I was thinking like if Tyler loses, which he did, I think it's sort of curtains for Tyler. I'd always be happy to see him back, but two very disappointing, relatively early eliminations with no real like change in strategy, like when he came in and said like. I'm going to lay low and just be well-liked. It's like, all right, so Tyler's going to do nothing different than he did last season. I think it's curtains for him. Cyrus is just, it's like, he's one of the faces of the poster this season.
2: He's got 60% of it.
1: What are we talking about? There's like six people on it.
2: Well, he's like, he covers the most of the picture.
1: We might be looking at different pictures. Anyway, uh, you're the math guy. I'll trust you on it. Um, like, he is just one of the most recognizable people from the franchise. Like, I think if we were to show people the cast, people would recognize him. Like, oh, yeah, I remember would him they? from when I used to watch the show. Maybe I'm deranged. Like, I think that I think Cyrus is one of the most recognizable people in the franchise's history. Wow. I think the name, he's got name recognition, he's Great got name. face recognition. People know who he is. So, like, I actually think if Cyrus went home, he would still be back on the next season.
2: Yeah, I mean, he didn't do, like, a whole lot uh, his first season to come back again, so that uh, I feel like that would hold, that uh, theory would hold up.
1: Um, But, so, like, I, I get, like, I, I don't know, so maybe I'm just too high on Cyrus in terms of his, like, Stark. I feel like Cyrus is sort of like a Beth. Like, you recognize her face, you recognize the name.
2: Mm-hmm. She'll come back as you many could, times as she wants right. to come back. You could be right.
1: Um, Jordan and Naya I mean is it real have we talked about this like are they just both in like a relationship to rehab their reputation in that case definitely Jordan gets more from Naya than Naya gets from Jordan
2: so were they dating or are they friends I thought they were friends but then there was a picture of him like kissing her on the cheek and I was like wait are they actually dating
1: oh I always thought they were sort of together like that we knew that
2: okay I wasn't sure. I thought they were just like re uh built like a friendship. I didn't know like they were couple dating.
1: I mean, they're they're definitely not like we're this is my boyfriend Jordan. hmm But I think we're supposed to understand their relationship as being romantic, but now I sound like an eighty year old woman.
2: <laughs> no, again, you probably are right. Uh but, like they, they they didn't like say that they're dating. Like he he was just like, I'm so glad like you found the way back in each other's lives. I guess that's kind of applying your dating. Um but I don't know it was like they kind of like got to know each other but they did not like show very lovey in the house um,
1: well he was like let's buy this place our vacation home and Naya was like you're gonna get down on one knee which I don't like Naya but that was a hilarious joke
2: <laughs> right
1: <laughs> for people who don't know Jordan proposed oh that was another big thing last time we saw Jordan he proposed to Tori on the show and yeah that engagement's been called off and Tori had to talk about it up and down uh, not really but she, you know she had to talk about yeah, it not really how wrong, is that yeah. not even well she like addressed it like she didn't mention Jordan by name but I think she was like last time I was here I was engaged like yeah. blah 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 like how is that not even coming up
2: it, it probably should have of like Oh uh, yeah last time you saw me I was like even if, like I don't know last time you saw me I was down on one knee and now that obviously did not go right just like something to acknowledge it yeah probably should have
0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Then they play Una Noche. And I have to tell you, I was bumping to it. Like, I was, like, forgetting to take notes. because Thank God nothing was happening at the party because I'm dancing now. Like, that song does not miss.
2: They should create a, a channel where they play music so you could really enjoy all the music that they play on these shows and then maybe they could have other shows on that channel to bring people to it but like they should really focus on the music. <laughs> I don't know what they could call it but like there is a lot of good music from these shows and they could put it on that channel.
1: Spotify playlist. Right <laughs> um yeah well I yeah, they're out.
2: great. I mean I I what I made joke about this on Twitter. I watched that like Small 10 second clip of after last All Stars leading into this one of like the throwback or like not, not the, the remix of um now I blanking on this song. the song but the where TJ was like you think I you know what is coming they have no idea what's coming next like it, it, it MTV does so good with like remix songs of like the nineties there it's really one of the best parts of the All Star series.
1: Okay, yeah, For the, again, for those just joining us and who survived the first 10 minutes of the podcast, like, you're going to hit me with Ponda Replay. You're going to hit me with every high school soccer player's favorite 90% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% reason to remember the name. Like, in, just like hit after hit after hit after hit That hit sounded after like hit. Kayla. And then they're giving us freaking come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> And during the actual show? Right. Get out of here. This is chef's kiss. Like, Do not change a thing. The music is 90% the reason to watch the show. And fact. 100% reason to remember the podcast. Fact. Fact. Get out of here. Fact. He said that in a text to Jordan Kiddish today. I said, like, get out of here. <laughs> is,
2: it, is, that, is, that, is that out? Is that not cool to say fact anymore? Or should I say bet? Is, it, is bet the thing? <laughs> I can't say bet. I feel like a loser saying that.
1: I thought it was like no cap.
2: Yeah, that sounds lame. I'm sorry. there's just old can't. people
1: talking. Now.
2: Yeah, you can't say you can't say that.
1: No, well, what Nicole TikTok Nicole says. Period. Period.
2: Yes, I like period. That's cool. I like that one.
1: We are about to ruin it. Yeah, <laughs> well, we both well. just ruined <laughs> it. <in. laughs> Um, you mentioned Wes coming back. Let's talk about Wes on the mm-hmm. treadmill here. I think like we're supposed to see a juxt- juxtaposition of everyone having fun, waking up like, oh my god, we're in bunk beds. And then like Wes is the lone pasty man working out, haunted by the ghosts of people who aren't even on the show. I, I don't understand mm-hmm. why they're showing CT and bananas here.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was a throwback. That was like the spoiler for last week's, not this week's, last week's uh, Survivor episode with like the random loved ones just started the playing. All of a sudden, I hear CT's voice. I'm like, did we miss him for the must lose draft? Is he out this season? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah, it came out of nowhere.
1: So I want to ask you about Wes. Uh, you know, it's not really on brand for you to be tweeting like you were tweeting. Like, I'm so happy to have Wes back. But whatever. we well, will let that go. Here's my on brand. You
2: said that during the must lose also. I like Wes. I feel like going what have I been? Go back
1: to the tape. It's uh, it's just not the brand. Because I'm too people, pro-vanada. Wait, so people lose track
2: the- of my pro-Westness.
1: I was amongst the audience, okay, this week at at the mm-hmm. Know It Alls live event. I was with the people. I'm like a Kiva. I am to this podcast as a Kiva is to her nap. I have my ear to the ground of the listeners. You're too tall to have your ear to the ground. And people uh. are like, I'm so excited. You're so excited for Wes. I love Wes. Then they look at you and sneer and be like, uh, bananas. And I was like, exactly. Perception is reality, Brian. <laughs>
2: Yes, that definitely is a real thing that happened.
1: Definitely one person said that to me, 100%. Oh my god, we had a listener, I think Elizabeth came up while I was with Akiva and was like talking about the challenge and then I was like, oh, you know Akiva and she was like, well, I don't listen to Renat, but I do know who you are. And I was like, this is the sweetest moment in my entire life.
2: But yes, Wes, what is your question about Wes? So here's
1: my question. Is this a man Who is here to win or is this a man who came here intentionally ready to go out early knowing that he has a target or with a plan to get back to his business and is just orchestrating drama and giving high production value.
2: So I could see how it would come off like that for Wes but like I do think this is Wes. Like this as he said, like he does the same thing every season. If there were a batch of rookies he could pick up that had never been on the show before despite all everyone on the show being on the show before, he would try to find them. He would try to find the producers to pull into his alliance cuz he just does the same thing every single season. And this is a, a similar type thing. He's always loud at to the, in the camera's face and making a scene and doing things for the show. So this is not too different than what he would be doing in any other season.
1: I was worried when he was doing the like, I'm going to win first. I'm going to make everyone squirm. I was like, this is a man who's here for a good time, not for a long time. And to a certain extent, like that's always what he does to a certain extent. The target's going to be what the target's going to be. But I was like, uh, did he like cut a deal to be here for like two weeks? And he's going to really like give you two weeks and then he's going to go home. But then with the way that he acted when he had power, I feel like if he were really just here for camera time only
2: mm-hmm.
1: calculated, he's throwing Jordan in here. So my my fears were assuaged, but I was a little nervous at this little running performance. Bet. Period. All right. <laughs> Let's get to the challenge. I do want to say Sylvia, we, we talked about this in the muscles draft confessional queen so funny kind of in the jemmy spot at least in the first two episodes Mm -hmm. where normally jemmy was sort of the comedic relief in the confessionals jemmy had maybe one decent confessional this first episode
2: she had one or even just one line like during the challenge about like yeah like her memory that was pretty funny um but yeah she wasn't too much of a focal point it it really was sylvia doing a lot of it which is a good spot for her and she's great at it
1: uh, I did think of you when so TJ announced. At least we're getting this set up early on. That's going to be one man, one woman winning their share of five hundred thousand dollars. You know, famously, not half, not two hundred fifty thousand each. Their share, we, we've we've seen twists before in terms right. of the money breakdown, but probably half and half. They did Nia's head did drop when they said everyone has made it to a final, right.
2: Well, I guess he kind of he kind of updated. He said qualified, so maybe she like technically qualified. She because he didn't say ran a final. He said qualified, so maybe she did technically qualify for the final.
1: Um. So what did you think of the first uh, challenge?
2: Yeah. So it was uh, tunnel vision done in two heats. Uh, man heat, women wheat. Woman heat. You have to look through. I think there were a couple holes in a wall to you know, look through to see a puzzle on the other side of it and uh, complete it. It was fine. I kind of wish you had to run further. I wish it was a little bit more of like an endurance thing. I mean, it seemed like you had to run like 100 feet back and forth. So it didn't seem like endurance was too much of a factor. Um, so I, I do wish it was a little more uh, like that. But for a first challenge, it was good to get everyone's kind of feet wet and start making confessionals.
1: Yeah, I really liked it. I thought it could have gotten more physical at the at the little tunnel than it did. There was an opportunity for physicality. I think endurance maybe mattered more, or I thought endurance mattered more than than you thought it did. But you know, not, maybe not in a discernible way. I, I do take issue with people calling this a puzzle. Like to, this isn't a puzzle. This is memory. But, but. whatever. Um, but I liked it. I also liked that it was like clear to see, like boom, 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 who finished first, second, third, fourth, as opposed to the challenge we'll see in the next episode, which is two heats, times, take our word for it, you know. Mm -hmm. This was like, boom, payoff we can see from first to twelfth, who came in what order, which is always fun in in the first challenge.
2: Yeah, and memory stuff, even, maybe not more so than puzzles, but as much as puzzles, you're being part of a final, like, there was at least one checkpoint that was specifically for memory, if not two, uh, in last year's final, so This is like you know not like a mini final, but it is like a mini checkpoint of a final, so you can get the kind of sense of who uh, might be surprisingly good or surprisingly bad at something like this.
1: So speaking of good and bad, uh, no surprise at the top finishers. I feel like this is Wes. This is not something where it's like oh, it favors Wes, but it's no surprise. This is really hitting a lot of Wes's strengths. He's very good at these sort of memory color things. Um, I mean, he's good at most things. Um, Wes. Yes, an MJ in the top three, bottom three, Mark Tyler, with Cyrus being the biggest loser for the men.
2: Yeah, nothing too surprising. It didn't seem like anyone was like so preposterously bad either. Um it didn't seem like there was such a huge time gap uh in, in the challenge. So not a lot. I mean, I guess anytime Jordan's not like in the top, I'm kinda surprised, honestly. Um, but yeah, nothing really too shocking of uh the winners and the losers.
1: Um, And then, what about the women's side?
2: Yeah, I mean, for the women, I mean, I would just have to take their word for it, but apparently Sylvia's time was half the time that that Wes's was. So she absolutely smashed it. Uh, Kudos to her. I mean, she really shoved it in my face like multiple times. Like every, 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 everything she did, she crushed. Um, So, hey,
1: hey, 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 hey. Our face. <laughs> right, both of us.
2: But yeah, I mean, she she did uh, fantastic. Uh, really, really great to see for her. And Kellyanne looking like a, another strong, strong player here doing with the with the memory stuff. Now, who was it? It was Kendall Tina at the bottom with uh, Cynthia.
1: Yeah, um, definitely surprised to see Kendall at the bottom. Again, this was a real day for Matt, a real coup. Veronica also in the top three, who mm-hmm. I was a little bit low on. Um, what do you think? So this is a big twist in the format that the top three are going to form the authority, which actually I have to say I like. We've had a lot of questionable names. Mm-hmm. I like the authority.
2: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's better than the tribunal. I can't hear that word anymore. <laughs> um, but, and it's a like, it kind of sounds like a wrestling group. So uh, uh, I'm for it.
1: So they're going to pick who goes in against the nom. So we're getting rid of the house vote. Um, we're getting rid of. Just the two, the top two making the decision. We seem mm-hmm. to be getting rid of the lifesaver. What do you think of the format shakeup?
2: I like it because it's it's not like it's getting rid of the house vote, but it's still enough of a house vote. Like, I mean, there's only twenty four people to start. So you're already starting with like, you know, a sixth of the house doing the house vote. Um, so it's it's still a good grouping to like make the vote uh, to go in, and obviously we're we've always been a big time in favor of if you lose you're automatically in. That just makes the eliminate the dailies at least have some stakes no matter what. So always pro that. Um, I, I I mean I guess the other option is like you know the winners get to pick the people that come in, but then that kind of gets into like the a lot of the same people in it a lot. So I do like it does add incentive to try to finish second or third. Uh, to try to get in that top grouping. So I, I'm pro pretty much everything surrounding this this uh, setup.
1: I love it. I think they broke the lifesaver last season. I love this format. I think this is going to be the best part because we had issues with the All-Stars and their house votes, and we're already seeing some of it, right? We're seeing the top six be like, oh, we're going to pick the second-to-last person. Like, I think that's not going to last as long when it's six people as it would the house vote. Um, because maybe you get the right mix of people and you only need four votes to be the majority in a group of six. So you're much more willing to break stride there. So I think this is going to be great. I'm really looking forward to seeing these, these meetings of the authority. I think it's already been quite interesting, um, even mm-hmm. though it's been sort of a non-interesting result in the first yeah. episode. Uh, so I'm here for it. I also, uh, the one thing I'll say is we say this all the time, would have loved them to know this was going to be the case before the challenge. I mean, I don't believe yes when yes is like, oh, I'm happy to be in second place because I didn't want the power. I really think yes always wants to win, and that's what's great about yes. Mm-hmm. I just wish people who maybe didn't want to be in first place because it doesn't behoove them to finish first know that actually top 3 were going to get power.
2: Yeah, I, I guess so. Normally, I it's not that big of a thing that I would take such a like, if they didn't say, like, if you lose, you automatically go in. I would take more offense to that here. It's just like, yeah, you're also in power. um So I'm okay. Like, that of all the things, like, the the format stuff that they hide from the people, I'm glad. This is look very low on my angry list. I I, I mean, this is also jumping ahead, but format style with the, you want to talk about the stars thing now? Because that's the other big uh, yeah. <laughs> format twist that we still don't know about. And I feel like we. The fact that we don't know it through two episodes makes me think we're not going to know it until the final. But I don't know. What do you what do you think about the stars?
1: The stars is hard. So for anyone who's not watching, right? Like if you everyone's got what starts with one star. And if you eliminate someone, you get their stars. So right now at the end of two episodes, Tina's got three stars. So mm-hmm. someone takes Tina out next week. They get her three stars for a total of four. Um And all we know is it's going to be some sort of advantage, power, whatever. I hate it. I hate not knowing. I mean, it's like I'm taking issue with, as you correctly said, the most minor infraction of not knowing the rules. I mean, what I like about it, if we knew what the stars meant, is like it's almost like the skulls and the limited number of skulls. It's like Mm -hmm. winning eliminations puts a bounty on your head. But if you go up against that person, then there's a bounty on your head. And it's like, do you what's the sweet spot between do you want the most of whatever the advantage is or do and and with that comes the biggest target? Um I think it maybe be pre- like in that way could work to prevent someone like Tina from going in every single week. If they were going to keep putting the same people in, it's like, well, I don't want their power to grow too strong, so I don't want them to be in every week. Like, I think that's interesting, but we have to know what we're working against. I don't understand why we can't know what the stars be.
2: Yeah, it kind of feels a lot like how with Survivor when they brought in the fire tokens where all of a sudden everyone thought, oh, at the end, it's just all going to turn into idols and then it just messes with the gameplay and doesn't let them make proper decisions. Like if this, if each star represented like, you know, they used to do a lot of things pretty similar to this, where it was like your bank account, where you win, you get 5,000 or 10,000 added to your bank account and it goes through the season. And you can try to steal that from someone. If like, that was what each star represented. Great. That's fine. Let them at least know that uh, going in. But if all of a sudden at the final, someone has like seven stars or six stars and they, I don't know, get to like pick their, Uh, partner for every step in the final or something like that then it's like I I want them to like know what they're dealing with and know should they be targeting Tina because she has a lot of stars or is it not that big a deal or would it matter more if someone else had the stars I just let them have the information to make decisions so we can criticize them when they make bad decisions but we can't criticize them for making bad decisions if no one knows what the decisions to make are
1: exactly exactly is it something that you'd worth risking your game to go into an elimination for or not um we're on the same page about the stars cute cute aesthetically though
2: yeah i mean look again, <laughs> at least it's not a skull so it still starts with an s so we don't, we don't have to deal with that but uh stars are just they all over there, they're like you may notice you have a star on your shirt and they're like oh we do who even knew i thought that was just part of the season logo uh
1: <laughs> yeah i mean they played me um speaking of aesthetic decisions oh, well actually before we get to the jungle theme party and all mm-hmm. the turning looks One thing that like I clocked that I'm sure a lot of fans of the show clocked is like Mark says, if you know, it'll be interesting to see if the authority wants to take a dirty shot and go for Jordan, but thinks that um, yes, we'll want to really play fair. So he has a great read there. But then he says that playing fair and uh, sorry, going for Jordan would be an old school West decision. Right. That's what he says. Mm -hmm. And I was jumping out of my chair. I'm like, how long has it been since Mark seen the show? An old school West decision would be exactly what he did, which is don't rock the boat. Don't go too soon. Keep Jordan in the house. Make the political decision. Gather your ducks in a row and wait. And that's that is the old school West decision. What school what what episodes has, has Mark been watching?
2: It's the only watches All Stars because I mean, he hasn't been on that in a while. So he's like, oh, that's that's the proper show. I don't watch that. I, I don't know what's happening there. But it is so funny to watch. Like, I think he even said, like, I oh, I feel safe this week because my performance was so strong. It, it's <laughs> it's like I feel like that's why you should be worried that your performance is strong. But like the, the old school people, like Mark and yes, like that, like that will just never seep into their head that like them doing well but not winning will make them more of a target to go in because it's just like that old school nature just will never leave them and that's i mean it, it like it never changed like it, it makes it fun to have that kind of contrast in thinking but yeah some of it doesn't always make sense before we go to the jungle party we also forgot the other format uh change the the winners can sabotage anyone they want
1: yeah i mean did we forget it or is it sort of doesn't matter
2: <laughs> it probably doesn't matter i think they think it's cooler uh, than it is i think that i I think what they're going for and i think what will eventually play out is the sabotaging won't necessarily impact the daily that much but it will impact relationships which i'm all that's a big positive in, in my mind
1: see that's what i don't like about it and i agree that it will never matter but or at least maybe maybe it will be like uh, one adding. There's no world. They thought a one minute Saba was going to really make a difference on this challenge. Right. Mm-hmm. So to me, the sabotage are clearly not designed to really impact the winner uh, of the challenges, at least not the one that we saw. I just when we're the biggest criticism of the all star season is that the way for me is like the way that they're slow to get into the real game of it, right, in terms of the voting. So why give them something that gives them such an easy reason to say, well, you sabotage me, so now I'm voting for you. And presumably that will be because there are rivalries and maybe it'll be long-term game Mm -hmm. stuff, but just I don't like giving someone an excuse to sort of squirrel their way out of their vote.
2: Sure, but at least it won't it's not necessarily going to dictate the vote because there is six of them, so one person having the vendetta about it sabotage won't necessarily sway the vote but it does get but damaged. it can
1: but it, it can for but and, if, but it, like,
2: if it can then it's all I'm all for because I mean you're swaying at least two to three other people to kind of go your way and then that's, then that's in not, early that is days
1: in early days if it's Sylvia Veronica and Kendall who seem completely unwilling to make any sort of strategic move in their own right at least in the first two episodes like mm-hmm. And somebody's early days, just giving them a reason like, well, I'm going to vote for this person like that's enough. And and in that case, to your point, well, then they didn't have the social game. Then that's yep. a wave in the house, like whatever. But I do think in these early votes. It's a it seems like it's relatively a coin flip or who's willing to be the most vocal. That- and that's just like like that's my one criticism of Sylvia the whole episode. Like, own your power, girl. When the yeah. Sabo gets played, she's like, can Wes go first? It's like it took me three times of her trying to shirk her responsibilities as a powerful player mm-hmm. for me to write down in my notes a complaint about it. I yeah. the first time, okay. The second time, it's like yes wants to come in and set the stage and be like, let's just admit that this sucks. Like that this is a freaking TV show. I want you to be Wes and come in and be like. I love this power, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for as good as Sylvia was uh, in each of the dailies, she was she was that bad dealing with power and opportunity and and everything with bad, which is kind of like the opposite of what I thought Sylvia would be like in my head. I'm like, oh, she's gonna be like the upside here is like a social player that could surprise in the daily, not uh, a challenge beast that's gonna be like uh, an atrocious social player and not wanting to like make any type of decisions. So, you know, full surprises that Sylvia. Is.
1: Maybe a little bit more understandable. Maybe not. Let's hear what you think about it. Uh, Speaking of people not willing to make a decision, uh, both people up for elimination, uh, Cynthia and um, my brain broke, Cyrus, are Mm -hmm. unwilling to call people out uh, and say who they want to go against.
2: Yeah, I I like that because... Again, like if you, if hopefully you, I don't think. Hey, there's not really anyone like so much of a layup that like you want to go against anyway. I mean, I guess maybe for the guys, Tyler would have been it, but you don't want to give like the downside of winning is that you know you have to call someone out, you have to try to potentially make an enemy. So why like let them off the hook and being like, oh well, that's who we wanted me to vote in, or that's who she, who she wanted me to vote in. So you should blame them, and then. You know they win, they're safe, and they don't get off scot free with the vote. So at least put the authority back on them to make some downside for for winning the daily.
1: I mean, it's hard because I think it's like Tyler says. It's like if your backs against the wall, you've got to make a pitch. And I think like in many ways, it beho- it does not behoove the person going into the elimination to show their cards because, as we see with Tina, it could not be honored. Uh, I actually do like Tina's method, despite I don't like her delivery of it, but the idea of saying this is just don't give me these two people, you know, make make your move for your game and I'm willing to go against whoever you think and I'm not going to be mad at you regardless. I don't want these two people.
2: Hmm. That's, That's- true. I would say it's the opposite. I would say if you're going to do it, say like I want these at least like one of these two people by saying you don't want these two people that gives them all the incentive to like, okay, then obviously they're together. So we'll definitely put them in against each other.
1: Well, let's like really break this down. Cause I think this is the most interesting thing we're going to talk about today. If I do say so myself, maybe I'm just the most interested
2: match me. If you can, wasn't the (laughs) most compelling (laughs) stuff.
1: I mean, never forget. I named six of the cat. If we did did 45 minutes of me, just thinking about it, maybe I could have got to seven. Right. Um. But it's like, All right, let's let's really break down the pros and cons. If you tell someone who you want, I actually don't think that's such a bad idea, because if they give you the person, then one of you is going home. So who cares? Mm -hmm. And they're more likely to give you the person because you've given them the get out of jail free. So who cares? And if they don't give you who you want. Can they, that person really be that mad that you're like, look, my back was against the wall. I thought it'd be a fair fight. I respect you. You know, like, are they really going to come for you for that reason? You've already have your neck on the chopping block. Cause you've already been the elimination once. So I don't think you have much to lose by trying to control your own fate and say, if twist my arm, I want Jemmy. I think we're an equal size or whatever. Are you going to really like, is somebody going to target you who you weren't working with before who wouldn't have targeted you anyway?
2: Yeah, it's tough. I think you, it also, I mean, this is kind of a cop out, but I do think it really depends on like who is, who is the person asking, like who's going in that's asking and who are you asking to? Like, I think if you're someone like who has built up a lot of social capital, like someone like, uh, I mean, it didn't seem like it played out, but someone like Mark, I think he's someone who'd be like, yeah, I would like to go against this person. Can you make that happen? I think it's more likely for it to happen like that, but if you're someone like Tina who has rubbed people the wrong way, who's coming off quitting, who people are waiting for the drop of the hat for you to kind of turn on them for her to be like, I, if you give me these people, like I will make your life hell, I will come back and get you," or whatever she said, like that's going to turn people off, so you, like you have to know who you are and who you're pitching to, and there's like a way to balance it, but I think all things equal, I would like power rank them, like say nothing say who you want, and then last would be say who you don't want.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course it matters who's asking you and who's like you're talking to. I just, like, if you're talking to the right person, giving one person or two people who you don't want it gives them more room to play. Like, I, I, you know, I think regardless, the way Tina said it was the biggest problem. Not that she said who she didn't want, but how she said it and the threat yeah, that she made. Yep. Um, I think I'm inclined to say if your back's against the wall, Cynthia and Tyler and may or not Tyler Cyrus, maybe to your point, it doesn't matter because everybody in the house as who said Latarian is a horse. So like, maybe it really doesn't matter who you go against. So it's not worth the risk anyway, but I think your back's against the rope. And if you feel more confident going against somebody that you should call that person out because that's your best case scenario. That you get who you want. And at least you went home against your best chance.
2: Do we like. I feel like they haven't done this in a while. Do we like that they're making the decision. Before going to the elimination. I know I've I've said like I kind of want them to do it. So it kind of opens up everyone like partying and stuff. But it seems like they just jumped to the elimination right after. So like it takes away of like the idea of. Let's kind of see what it looks like. And then make our vote. Based off that.
1: I'm glad that's gone.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No, no. Because I, I, I'm not. Because I, I always wish I, I never liked when they had like the whole cast sitting on edge. Because yeah, if like it took away from some of the levity. But if they just go straight from telling you who's in to the elimination, then it doesn't really matter anyway. And I always, I, it usually doesn't play that much of a factor. But I do like the idea of sometimes. All right, let's see. Is it a physical thing? Is it a puzzle thing? Uh, like, what, what can we do to like get this person out that we're targeting, or should we not take the shot because it's this. Uh, I I always the extra layer is kind of fun sometimes, but I guess it's I'm I'm fine with cutting that out.
1: I mean, I think it played a major role when people were having to throw themselves in when that was part of the game. But I, I like, again, in terms of going back to old school, like I like the idea. Like to me, like they joked about they talked about the puzzle being or not being the great equalizer. The great equalizer is. You can't plan for what the elimination is going to be. And I'm not saying I never like that and I never like that layer. But in All-Stars, it's like, this is who lost and this is who we're putting up against you. And it could be rock, paper, scissor. It could be Hall Brawl. It could be who can knit the fastest. Like, you have no freaking idea. And it's just going to be mano-a-mano in the arena. And I like that aspect of it.
2: And I know this will never happen, but like i it, it so irks me when people are like, <laughs> "I can't believe I lost because of a stupid puzzle. the puzzle got me this is so like the puzzle is as much part of this show as long distance running as physical lifting as heights as as, as, as maybe even more so, so like to complain that you lost to the puzzle that just means you lost at the challenge like <laughs> well Kellyanne be like oh I did so I was the first one there and the puzzle got me like yeah that's because that's why you're like sort of a limited player because the puzzle will get you the puzzles as much part of this as anything else so get better at the puzzle it's not going anywhere
1: puzzle's All gonna right. get you uh, don't don't be sorry there you go Brian's uh, stomping for puzzles
2: that's very annoying <laughs> it's not like a oh. carnival game like the carnival game sure like oh I can't toss the ball into the slanted bucket the carnival like a, a, a game carnival. is as
1: much as the challenge as long distance running and anything else
2: <laughs> there you go <laughs> you saw it used to all be carnival games
0: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
1: Let's talk about Tyler's pitch because because Tyler is the only one that we saw make yeah. a pitch at the party.
2: It's- it sucked. Like, let's be honest. It was so <laughs> bad. Keep me around because I'm fun. Like, what year are we yet? Like, I'm sorry, Tyler. Also, it, it was so wrong in so many ways. A, he did this exact thing last season, and he said it himself. Like, it didn't matter whether I finished fourth or last. I was always the target to go in. That might tell you something. Two, these people, I think it's a different vibe when you're dealing with someone who's like 25 versus 45. Like, yeah, 25, you might want to party and have fun, but like these, like, I know they're like, they're not dead, but like they're older people. Like they're not gonna like look it around to like always like, have a raucous time and like party. Like they're adults. Like those looking for a fun time. That's two and three. <laughs> just make some other again. This last season, do something else, anything else. Not just like oh, I'm a good person. Like yeah, keep me around. And then when after it happens, like I'm not gonna be that mad at you, but I'm a little bit, but not that mad. Our friendship is fine in the game. Yeah, I'll be a little bit, but I'm not gonna hold it against you. No, be pissed. Be like yeah, I'm yeah, I'm furious. I'm targeting you every time. Do something.
1: Oh, see well, I agree the pitch was horrible um it was it was really embarrassing, and I'm a Tyler fan, but it made it hard to really root for him here like this is like if Rob was ever gonna fire us or like we were going to pitch another show, that would be my business like, but Rob, like, who do you wanna turn looks with? He <laughs> like I have no talent, but like who who do you want around? And he'd be like, right. still not you. Um, at least
2: make the pitch. like, oh, I'll vote for you. I'm a vote in your pocket. I'm like, I could sway people to vote your way. Not I'm just going to turn up at the party. Come on, well, The b-
1: The biggest issue for me with the pitch is when Veronica is not being receptive to his party boy pitch and is like, I just need, like, I think everyone's going to lose to Cyrus and Cynthia, so I need to put someone in who's going to be fine with that or mm-hmm. I need to find someone who's going to lose and Tyler then makes a pitch against himself by saying well just think who's going to have your back if they come out.
2: Yeah, it was it was horrible. I've never been more proud of like picking someone to lose in a draft in my life than <laughs> I heard Tyler make his pitch one after another. I'm like yeah, this dude is not winning. I don't know what happened to the guy from from Rivals who was like such an absolute beast and a force in those, in those eliminations in the final. I don't know what happened to him but I would love for him to come back, but this version of Tyler is is not it.
1: But I, I think to his, his mistake was his reaction and he was like, you know, to Kellyanne and MJ, like, I still love you as friends, but this is going to change how I play the game moving forward. Like, that's absolutely what you're not supposed to say. You're supposed to be like, look, I understand if I come out like bygones, bygones, like let's not make this happen again and then cut their throats. But like expressing your anger and saying like your gameplay together is over is insane.
2: So you have no it's power so to be
1: saying that. You're not gonna win any challenges. You're talking mm-hmm. to Kellyanne and MJ, which by the way, did you see MJ's tattoo or what?
2: Yes. I, I was on your side. I noticed the tattoo. Okay. I, I knew I knew it was a horrible tattoo. <laughs>
1: um but let's talk about Wes yes and MJ and Sylvia kellyanne and Veronica in the first ever authority
2: so I was a little I mean I know this is typically what Wes would think would do wouldn't want to make a big move I guess sometimes he does with bananas there but I was still kind of pleasantly surprised to see him wanting to like play it more low-key and not go big headhunting early I was surprised honestly that MJ wanted to I think that's a nice shift from Uh, you know sometimes you come off a way and you might be a little bit more complacent so I'm kind of glad that he still has that killer instinct in him to want to go after Jordan um yeah, I was a little. I was a little surprised that Wes didn't want to like kind of push it a little bit.
1: Well, really, I feel like this is so classic challenge. You don't go maybe, after Jordan. I think it's just, like Jordan's it's gonna bananas. lose to just, Cyrus? It's like Jordan's gonna lose to Cyrus. No way. Why would you take the shot when when Cyrus is at the elimination? If, like, Mark somehow lost or Mm -hmm. Brad somehow lost, then maybe you think about it. But when you know that there's no chance Jordan's gonna not come back and there's a huge chance he's gonna win the next week, it's like only an idiot would consider putting him in. No offense to Daddy MJ.
2: (laughs) Honestly, the idea of going at Cyrus though, it's like you need to find something specific that Jordan's gonna lose at. And if you find something where it's just like pure size based, like that is something he could, like, I don't know what that elimination would be, but like that is something where he can lose. Where if you go against someone, more his size but like worse at everything else Jordan's gonna smoke them so you need to find someone that's so different from him that maybe you can get lucky and win um, well which... there
1: to me there are better competitors who are bigger than Cyrus and Jordan and are better at other things than Cyrus
2: yeah it also is kind of the CT factor where it's like you know what we're not gonna beat this guy in a final let's just throw him in every time there's also that argument too
1: and that's fair. And maybe that's what MJ is in the position to throw that out. Right. Because MJ's better position to MJ. He's solid and locked and loaded with his alliance and his mind. And Jordan's not a part of that. So who cares? And if Wes, if MJ throws him in and Wes is a part of the group that does it, when Jordan's in power, he's not going to be looking at MJ. Yeah. So maybe MJ is perfectly positioned to do that. But, you know, I'm surprised we didn't see a conversation on camera. And I don't know if we'll ever see it, of Wes saying to Jordan, and it probably wouldn't matter, like, hey, MJ threw your name out. And I said, no. That yeah. happened.
2: hmm Confirmed.
1: I what do you think of the, the way? I mean, I think Yes and Jordan are gonna get together and be the most dangerous couple in the game because they have the same philosophy. They're like almost unbeatable. And they want to go against
2: the best no yes and Jordan oh okay like they Um, both have the
1: same I want to beat the best philosophy and I don't have respect for gameplay
2: mm -hmm. which is very
1: frustrating to me
2: they could but I feel like Jordan's personality is going to see through and that's just not someone that Wes is going to like want to be with and I I think yeah Wes that is not someone that Wes is going to want to side with and it's going to Steer them away. Because yes, in theory they would uh work well together, but Jordan's much more abrasive to put it lightly than than Yes is.
1: See, nothing bonds people more than a shared enemy. Yes hates Wes. No one has developed a quicker hatred for somebody on the show than Yes. <laughs> yeah, and Wes. real quick. And they both have the I want to beat the mess mentality. I think Yes really only cares about challenge performance. He's going to be in awe of Jordan if he's not already. Mm-hmm. And Jordan's here on a redemption tour. I need to be on my best behavior. I have no friends. Who else has no friends? Yes. Like, I, I think they are going to connect and be a very dangerous duo uh, as the game moves forward.
2: Yeah, like, if Jordan is on his best behavior, um, then I can see it happening, but uh, it's it's just tough to, like, keep your his jerk self hidden for so long. So we'll see.
1: Um so Veronica here really, really uh I think fails Tina.
2: Yeah, fails Tina. So she's very much on the line of I am not going to die on this uh so fall on the sword for her. Uh I almost combined two things, but I cut myself off. I will not fall on the sword <laughs> to protect her. When it seems like the ball is going downhill, but I feel like she kind of gave up super quick. Like it was not that like so strong of like, oh, let's just we're definitely voting in the you know the second worst performers on each side. It was like kind of hinted at that, and the Veronica was like, yeah, like that's good. I'm good with that. Let's let's go with that. And she didn't like push at all to like steer it anywhere else.
1: If I'm watching this and I'm Tina, I'm irate. And and I, was this worth it for Veronica like I really don't see why she didn't say we can't put in Tina
2: I'm stunned that it like it I guess it was worth it because it didn't really matter like Tina was fine like she and then she was like willing to throw her own game away the following week to protect uh, Veronica so I, I couldn't believe how how Veronica got off so scot-free here
1: I mean I think Tina says at least a camera you know, when I have to get, vote out Veronica or when I have to stick my neck out for Veronica, I won't or whatever. And then she threw this first shot. She's giving me permission. She's opening the door in a low stakes situation where I'm going to beat Cynthia. So now she's screwed. And I don't think Tina saw herself as sticking her neck out or blowing up her game by saying, I don't want to go against Veronica. But yeah, at least what we saw, there's no... um fallout for veronica although honestly if like i'm and i'm very much like if someone screws their friend over in my life i'm like well i don't want to be their friend look what they just did to friend a so like if i'm in this room and every all the women were like don't you want to say something for tina isn't tina your number Mm -hmm. one don't you want to protect tina and she was like no and i'm like well i can't trust veronica then because look at what she's doing to tina that's how i would feel
2: yeah, she was trying to come off too much of like, oh, I don't really have a number one, but like not having a number one, like you said, makes you even seem more shady. Like it's okay to have someone who you trust more than like anyone. Like Kayla kind of did that so well saying like, oh, I'm going to throw out because everyone knows me and Sylvia are super tight. So I'm going to say I'm protecting her because everyone knows that Like, and that's fine. Everyone can have a number one. So like not being honest about where you stand is again, even more shady.
1: Well, wasn't that weird? And when I, we're combining both episodes ago, we're already an hour and like mm-hmm. Isn't it weird, though, for Kayla to then be the one and say, well, Wes, me and Maya and Melinda are going to work out, look out for each other before any of us. And it's so kind of are you Sylvia. It.
2: It's kind of the brilliance. Like, it's like kind of like you're really hiding in plain sight. And also, these people aren't the smartest sometimes. So it's like they don't always put it together. So uh, if you kind of say it and then also like misdirect, you know, you can get some people to fall in the trap.
1: I think she had the right audience and she was pitching the right people that those people already wanted to put in. I don't think it's so brilliant. I think actually that she really overplayed that that power that she had for what end? To what end? To get Melinda in the elimination? She was already injured. Like I don't think that was worth showing her guards.
2: It was the classic. uh, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know what it means, but I'm just throwing it out there that they're all front. I love that move. It's a great move.
1: Um. All right. Well, it's going to be Tyler, and it's going to be Tina, and I have to say. I really thought both Tyler and Tina were going to lose the way they were gassing them up so hard that they were both going to win.
2: Yeah, I was. The edit kind of threw me off a couple of different ways. Even in the uh, the other episode, the second episode, of the eliminations, I was. I've kind of been. Maybe I'm so gullible with my old age. I don't know. But like the edit's really <laughs> messing with me.
1: Um, do you think that crawl b- brawl is a good um play on hall brawl? Is it a good iteration?
2: Not. I all right. Can you explain the <laughs> digging part of it because they were digging my thought process is like they're you're digging in the same spot to get through. What is the incentive to dig?
1: Yes. Great question. Why, Excellent. Question. Why
2: not just let the other person dig and then you go out the same hole that they just crawled through?
1: I think there's a world where the hole you dig on your side would be larger and then you put. we see you like them dragging on the cage to just like get through the other end. But even still, the way that you had to bring three sandbags and you had to be crawling, like, to me, even if you waited for that person to gas out by digging themselves out and had to dig for, like, two more seconds to get yourself through on the other end, yeah, makes absolutely no sense. We later see Durrell stop swinging. I don't know why 90% of the people didn't stop swinging. Like, it, it seemed to totally disincentivize trying. I agree with you completely.
2: Yeah. I just I, like you're crawling through so there's obviously you can't do anything much physical to stop the person when you're crawling like you know you can't like sit up you can't get any type of leverage like stuff so you might as well have just had two separate crawl through areas and not and not even like just have two separate areas You each person digs in separate spots as like a maze or whatever there's no point of having them cross through each other because there was nothing you could do to stop the person at, at all so there's no uh, it, it didn't add anything to like have them go through each other
1: Agreed completely. I mean, the only thing I liked about it is that we could track like when someone was lapping someone else, but that's not really so great because then you're like, oh, this person is decidedly winning. Um, I agree. I also think like when you're doing it three times, like all the more reason that you'll have time to catch up if you let the other person dig the entire thing out.
2: Yeah, it should have just been one. Like it should have just been like a best of three, doing it one and like a like a power crawl, basically. Like kind of how Holbroll is. It's like just a power thing, like a quick thing, not a long wrapping around it or something
1: i never like any iteration of hall brawl i don't like when it's like moving balls back and forth i don't like when it's multiple pathways like hall brawl is good you don't need to crawl just if you want it to be hall brawl do hall brawl if you want to do something else
2: a crawling elimination is fine just not this this was this is not this
1: um so tina wins I I like that Tina gave Cynthia respect. We didn't really see much of Sim- Cynthia. Do you think we're seeing no. Cynthia again?
2: Uh, I would say pretty unlikely. Um, but you know, you never know, I guess. But I would say uh, she's she's gonna be a hard spot to crack at the bottom of the likely to return spot when we start doing that.
1: I thought at a hundred percent no, except that she had the quote of like I'd think about coming back because like why are we putting that in if she has no chance? Mm-hmm. But. I think the editors don't have the power of bringing her back. So it really doesn't matter, but (laughs) I would say 2% chance. Yep. Cyrus though, you know, we heard all episode how Cyrus has slimmed down. um, And he seems to be in the best physical shape to be uh, doing this versus Mm -hmm. Tyler. Tyler definitely, I think has certain eliminations that would, uh, you know, he could beat Cyrus at maybe, but this I don't think going into it was one of them.
2: No, and yeah, Cyrus. I mean, it seemed like this was a, a blowout. Decidedly, Yeah, Cyrus looked great. Um, I would say it's it's more of just like again, I don't know what happened to Tyler. Um, unless Cyrus is really that great at this, which I I don't think. But I, I would say again, it's just another knock on on Tyler, unfortunately.
1: So, uh, do you think Tyler? I already kind of said what I think about Tyler's return prospects, but what do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, I would say the, he almost has less of a chance to return than Cynthia, but the fact that he returned once, I guess, makes him more likely to return again. But uh, I would say, honestly, I would rather give Cynthia another crack than Tyler at this point.
1: Um, do you think Tina has redeemed herself in this elimination, like she says claims to have done? Have done.
2: No, I mean, redeem like redeemed for quitting. No, I don't. It's tough to redeem from from, from quitting just a season ago. So, I mean, I mean, it's not like I've been mean, redeemed. Like, she didn't like murder anyone, uh, but you know, she murdered my spot. hopes and dreams, right? That's that's I guess she did. So, there you go. But, yeah, I don't know. She's fine. Um, she's
1: okay. yeah, I don't think this ghost redeems her, and I don't like that she's like, now I'm redeemed. Like, you, I'll tell you when you're redeemed, and <laughs> right. surprise, it'll come in the next episode.
2: The appeal process is still in motion.
1: Um, you know what's funny as we enter episode two um, is how Cyrus and I'm gonna say Tori and uh, Tina both are like, well, now everyone's gonna leave me alone because I like made them so scared. That I'm so mm-hmm. good at eliminations. Uh, n- not really how that's gonna work, <laughs> most likely.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, unlikely. Uh, this is totally off topic, but like going back to like way back when we were talking about like how they didn't like set things up from the intros, were you surprised that we basically got no like we kind of got hints at it but like no talk of the king's palace like a lot of them are back obviously like we got talk of like the austin alliance but Nehemiah and melinda formed new bonds last season that could be added to that and like they got no talk of it
1: yeah that's interesting because we do have melinda saying like oh i'm worried about west putting a target on my back by being close with him uh well like you were with the biggest targeted group last season. Like, I don't know why we're attributing it all to West. We we do see them say like, Oh, Cyrus, Letarian, Nehemiah. Like, these are people I don't want to go against. Um,
2: right. was it
1: really tech pounding the drum? I mean, he wrote the song. Is that what we're missing? I mean,
2: it's copyrighted, I guess. <laughs> they really, they can't put it on this one.
1: If we don't have tech, we don't have King's palace. I mean, yeah, it's interesting with Latarian going out early. I mean, that's really it, right? The King's Palace was, and, and Melinda. So really, mm-hmm. all that's left of the original King's Palace, Darrell wasn't in it, and Cyrus wasn't in it, even though we hear Letarian trying to protect them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's just Nehemiah.
2: Yeah, I guess that's why they didn't bring it up, because it's like, well, even if they brought it up, it's like, it's not going to be a thing this season. So <laughs> we're not even going to show it the first two episodes.
1: Um, what do you think about, here's, I want to know, and I think it's too early to make a little chart but it does kind of seem like Sylvia, Jemmy, Kayla and Wes are working together when they're having this conversation about who to sabotage. But do you think that's just a marriage of convenience between Wes and them because Sylvia and Wes both have the sabotages or is there something more here?
2: Well, so definitely Sylvia and Kayla are obviously close. And am I making up that Kayla wasn't Kayla at Wes's like weird reality show thing? last year was, wasn't was no she idea. part of that
1: sure maybe she
2: might have been part of that world I don't remember there was like that weird like peak COVID show I don't know what it, whatever they were doing like they were doing something. I thought she was in that but because uh, yeah, otherwise I don't know what like Wes's strong kind of connection is because even like in the intro Kayla was like oh yeah Wes is like a skeevy guy I don't recall Which a scene says, like, we have they, a
1: complicated relationship
2: yeah I was like I don't even recall a scene they've ever had between the two of them I'm sure they have but like, nothing's like, standing out to me um but yeah so i, Wasn't I, I Wes think a part it's a of thing. the like
1: cheating didn't he put like pictures on the bed or something was that not Wes? Yeah,
2: that's probably that sounds about right mm, maybe right.
1: who did kayla cheat with again
2: Ah, uh, <laughs> was it an are you the one person
1: i don't
2: i don't know um i think it was um is is west and kellyanne's relationship is that like uh is that totally like off the the storyline? that's very we're we're
1: so over we did another one for over vibes
2: yeah that's just like them so right there's no there's no uh even discussions of that that's a bummer
1: i mean who knows right we have a lot of season left to live um the one thing that i think is interesting and maybe it's like you know maybe it's related to that oh it was steven bear gross oh (laughs) god um Look, maybe that's why Wes comes in and says like, you know, okay, you're thinking about Kellyanne and Kendall, but this group could stand to pick up another faction and Kellyanne and Kendall are just two people. Kellyanne and Kendall are two people.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then, you know, he's such a great strategic player. That's absolutely the correct read. And unfortunately, Sylvia doesn't listen, which sort of confuses me as t- as far as whether or not they're working with Wes. But that's the right move to make and maybe that's inspired by kellyanne and wes's relationship or maybe it's not it's just numbers but
2: yeah i mean the kellyanne this is what kellyanne and Kendall kind of were in season one right they were they were a strong duo but they really have much connection to like gain favor a lot of the time so uh it, it is kind of carrying carrying through and like sylvia like it was weird cause sylvia like was receptive but didn't want to be receptive she was like it, it, again it was like very wishy-washy of her of like being in power but not wanting to kind of make the most of it or use it for her advantage she was like, like wanted to like, give it away if she could almost it, it wasn't like the best of looks for from her
1: I think ultimately she likes that she can say I'm going to put the losers in the bottom and I'm going to put the second to most like second place person with the sabotage and like look how fair I am right but I think that was a mistake.
2: Yeah, because it's not good. Like, that type of move is not going to be, like, returned to you if the situation warrants it, where someone could just because Sylvia might not be second to last doesn't mean she's going to be spared. So you might as well do whatever is uh, best for your game. I mean, she does end up sabotaging Kellyanne, which I, it probably is the right move. Um, but uh, no,
1: I'm saying I think it's the wrong move.
2: You think it's the wrong why would why would it because be? Because I think
1: it's the wrong move because I agree with Wes. I think that Kayla and Sylvia and Jemmy, if they pick up Kendall and Kellyanne, they're powerful women in the house. Mm. I think use it as leverage. It doesn't work as a sabotage, so use it as leverage. Approach them and say, I really want to work with you guys. I don't want to sabotage you. People are telling me to sabotage you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. Let's work together. And then sabotage John a. Be like, John A, I love you, girl, but you're the winner. I got to use it on you. LOL. Right. Like, whatever.
2: <laughs> that is how she would do it. So. Make
1: an excuse where nobody can put it back on you. Because, Sylvia, you're a top performer, like you were saying before. Like, this could come back to you tenfold. So why not use it as leverage? And then not. And, like, yeah, John a could say, I'm giving it back to you, girl. Fine. But only John a could use that. You're not creating a precedent, as Wes said, to give it to a top performer in the challenge. Right.
2: Right. It's not like, because even even, though, even if you do or do not create a precedent, people are not going to stick. Like, this is like all star season one, people stuck to things that were done. Like, people are going to like sh- shift and do whatever fits their specific narrative.
1: Yeah, of course. But look at the women, right? Like, it, these women are not connected to each other. Tina yeah, and really Veronica, not. they are. Okay. But then immediately they like undermine that. Kayla and Sylvia are the tightest two in the house. Kendall and Kellyanne are very tight, but like a lot of these people are going to use performance as a reason to do the sabo. I mean, we see next week, Kendall is going to ask if you can use it on a man, which is amazing. But I I do think that like, yes, they're going to do what suits their narrative, but don't give them a reason that you don't have to give them. Sure. Say we're going to sabotage the only woman who's won this game. And then maybe everybody else will do that. And they Mm -hmm. won't look at you.
2: It's it's not because that'll suit move. their
1: narrative too. Mm-hmm.
2: But no one like again. No one looks at John A. It's like even though she's walking in with the winners, no one's looking at her like that. Amazingly, again, here we are. through two two episodes. She still does not had that target.
1: Um, did you think this challenge was going to be
2: trivia? Um, oh, because they were being strapped above water.
1: Yeah, I thought when Jarrell was like, "You bring out your cranes, so I'm going to play your game." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Ooh, trivia? Nope."
2: Yeah, I don't think they did trivia last season. I think trivia might might be dead. I don't know. No, dead. they've
1: did they did trivia.
2: Okay. Maybe the challenge When you say proper, last season,
1: do, do you mean challenge proper?
2: I I'm not sure what I meant. I,
1: <laughs> I'm not sure what I meant. Is a <laughs> I meant whichever
2: one it's accurate for. That's the one I meant.
1: Classic uh, me talking to men. I'm not sure what I meant. Okay. Well I guess it's a wash then.
2: Okay, so this one this was kind of a broken challenge. Well, I don't think they fully tested properly. Uh because a lot of people you see, were. So uh uh, strapped in a, a makeshift chair above water, and you have to swing to like knock out a buoy and swing at the, swing, swim at the shore to solve a puzzle. But a lot of people could not uh, reach the buoy, uh, so they were kind of just swinging up there endlessly. So uh, I feel like it was too far away. I feel like there should have been... I don't like challenges where most people can't do it, so uh, this kind of felt a little flat.
1: That's interesting. I mean... Yeah, maybe it should have been adjusted for height and that, like, Victoria is closer than everybody else to the challenge. But presumably, they tried it, and, like, it wasn't that most people couldn't do it. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I, I, I was just to see, like, Wes, like, suck that much at something and to see, like, I mean, I feel like with, like, two of the, if you like of the two women's seats, like, like half the group failed uh, in each of them. Um, so, I yeah, I mean, just like, if that many people are failing at something, I don't think it's because these group of people are bad at it. I think they're usually very good at stuff. I think it's just like a design flaw in the challenge.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, sorry, I just couldn't read my own notes and they're typed for <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what this may- Oh, so the sabotages we talked about Kellyanne West sabotages yeah. Jordan. He does it in a fun cheeky way. I mean what did you think of him using it on Jordan?
2: It was it was a weird setup because like obviously like so we didn't know necessarily that these were two episodes back to back, but most people probably knew when they were watching both episodes back to back. And they start off episode one, like Jordan has to, like we talked about, apologize for his like bad behavior in the past. And then here he's like, I'm going to set up Jordan because he's like the hero. I was like, wait, what? Like, I know it was hero because of like his physical prowess, but it's still weird juxtaposition. Is that the right phrase there to use there? That in one episode you're setting him up as like this guy who needs to like really redeem himself from his past. Now he's like the hero of the story. It's a little weird. Well, I found that odd.
1: Hmm. Yeah, juxtaposition was right. You're not nice. I'm very
2: <laughs> impressed with myself. I didn't know I think I said it properly.
1: I think you killed it. Um, remember when T.J. said you killed it? R.E.P. Yeah. Um, sad. So Jordan wins his heat with the sabotage again. Not even really worth talking about who finished when. I mean, maybe notable that. Um, Kellyanne ends up really, 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 really sucking. Mm-hmm. The sabotage wouldn't have mattered. Because how about <laughs> Jemmy,
2: like for Jemmy, like her strength should be puzzles, and this was like seemingly a pretty, pretty simple, like six or seven piece puzzle, and she was like really, really uh, doing poorly.
1: Yeah, the star got a best a lot of them, but I, I'm almost yada yadaing the results because like we don't even know, like we can't tell because we don't have everyone together. We have no idea how much time has passed, like. Again, these challenges are a little frustrating. The two heats just don't do it for me ever.
2: Yeah, or yeah. did two, like, two separate male heats. It, it yeah, was just, two yeah. heats
1: per general. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, I, each of the winners of the heats were in the authority, right? And then a couple, and then the other two people, I guess, were people that finished second. Um, but most of it's just been guaranteed. It's like, if you win your heat, you win. And then it's like, but then it's like, that, that, that that's not fair, because then it's like locked by your timing. But then just don't do the six heats, or the four heats. Um, yeah, not great. The only the only thing that would stand out worthy of this challenge was just an incredible backstory moment about Thorale's history with heights, about him freaking out so much at a roller coaster that uh, they had to literally stop the ride midway through because he was like <laughs> screaming so loudly and he got kicked off. Like, That's an amazing story.
1: Oh, I thought you meant Tina.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I'm Tina.
1: That to me was Tina's redemption moment. That to me is like, you know what? Quit or no quit. Thank God Tina is here because what the hell even happened? I didn't know that you could fall out of the swing. I was outraged that she was DQ'd for it. That is a production error.
2: Yeah, It's a little scary too. Cause like, yeah, if that was like a production flaw, she's just like hanging upside down there. Like, i wonder if they coach her through like how to like on un- un- uh strap herself so she could fall but she could have fallen awkwardly it was, like, it, was kind of, it was a little scary
1: i really like did not know it was po- like because it looks like when they knock the box over they're getting dropped it's not like they're free flowing in the swing and they can right. just come out of it right that was at least my impression
2: i think so i think so
1: i mean i, I was like <laughs> I was laughing so hard; it was so outrageous. She handled it like an absolute champ. I was like, "All right, you know what, Tina, get back over here. We're fine." Like it was like we're we're finally settled up after last season.
2: And so, tell me, has the office style confessionals during challenges been a thing? Like it just really stood out for me during this episode. Is it, have they been doing this all way all more
1: straight to direct to camera stuff? Those were, I Again, mean, like, they were
2: great. I loved every one of them.
1: It felt very like spring break like i see the camera i'm gonna just say something i liked it i I, like i thought the scripted veronica and and um i always want to say tori what the hell tina coming into the house was like i didn't love but like these little scripted or not scripted or like all right i'm gonna ask you to say something three two one like straight to Mm -hmm. camera like that i did have fun with
2: yeah i mean i think obviously like certain dailies like you're not gonna be able to do these type of things so uh, I think this was kind a of perfect one, where like two, like three quarters of the cast at, at any moment was just standing on the sidelines watching, so it, it was able to play. Um, so I, anytime they they can do this, it, I think it, it, I enjoyed it very much.
1: Yeah, I love Veronica being like, "I'm afraid that's going to be me up there," you know. Right. Like I, I did like it. It's a fine line of what I would like and what I wouldn't like, but I liked this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so the authority, the bottom two is going to be Latarian and Tina. Justice for Tina. I didn't think that should have been DQ. Um, but yes, Kendall, Jordan, John a., Brad, and Kayla. All going to the authority.
2: Yep, super quiet week for for Brad. A little bit of the authority, but he's uh, not a lot of uh, scenes due to episodes.
1: Purple Brad, Purple Derek, but we're a lot of super purple. Super Purple
2: Derek. He's a lot. Of, he's definitely. He's strong purple. Derek strong is.
1: purple. Um, All right. LT, just shout out to Latarian. Thinking about becoming a single dad. That's so sweet. We love that yeah, for him.
2: That's fun. Uh, we had a few people calling out what they wanted to do for the money. Um, who was it? Kellyanne wanted to start a animal rescue, but also buy an RV to travel with her dog. So I don't know how, how she's going to manage the animal <laughs> rescue when she's traveling the country. But good on her. Nehemiah wanted to build financial uh, knowledge for people in the country. <laughs> you could be the first financial one to. Knowledge. You could be the first one to take the class um yeah that's personal <laughs>
1: we had a personal <laughs> conversation before the podcast you're throwing it in my face just like you tried to leverage a personal conversation we had eight years ago which was not the context of it
2: for anyone I who
1: thinks because they follow ch- brian's twitter that i was a fan of his and reached out to him to be a part of this podcast has not listened to this podcast for eight
2: seasons right that's very true that's very true
1: I know you weren't trying to make it sound yes. like that. It was just
2: very funny. to like, I it was kind of easy to find because honestly, the what I originally was going to find was being like you, like the first time I said like I think we should like take this on Twitter DMs and like message. And then I scrolled up a little further and I saw that message. I'm Like, oh, this is much funnier. I'm gonna use this.
1: Did you? Was there a thing that's? Well, I guess I could go back. I also have this. Yeah, same yeah.
2: Messages. I was just like, you could text me at like <laughs> you want. Also,
1: and did I say no?
2: <laughs> no, you just did that,
1: sir. I probably texted you, but uh, I liked the narrative where I was like, mm, "No,
2: <laughs> that's <what I'm> unread <laughs> for eight years."
1: <laughs> um, what did you think of Tina's? Well, we, we talked about this. We hated Tina's politicking. Never mind. Yeah, no,
2: not great, not great, and good for John. I love that John. had a little hype squad around here with uh, Jimmy and Caleb. But like, you don't let her talk to you like that. You like, you know, you're a power. You you stand up to her.
1: <sighs> Here's the thing, like John, approached Tina and said, "Who do you want?" So so the whole narrative of like, you're a loser, like Kayla, you're a loser and you don't get to tell us what you want. Like, yes, you do. That person doesn't have to listen. And again, Tina's delivery was indefensible. And yet here I am like, but she does get to respond to the question the way she seems fit. And so, again, like, I do think that reaction was more about the way she said it than what she said. But the way that Kayla went with it, I was like, that's kind of not the vibe.
2: You know, Kayla was super mean girl. Like, you can't like, you who know, can't you can't sit with us? You don't let me go here. That, but that you know, that was funny. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and even Johnny starting the conversation. Like, when you're in that position of power, have that conversation because you don't know whether it's gonna where it's gonna go. Either you can build a relationship with that person um, based off what they say, you gain information, or make them even more of a target. Like Johnny just is doing the right thing at least, and then setting this stuff up, and then using that information to the best of her best of her game.
1: So let's talk about who the authority chose to save because this was maybe one of the more interesting parts of the episode because it's sort of unclear where everybody stands. So yes, saves Jemmy, right. shocking, and, and Derek, Derek yeah. also shocking.
2: Yeah, I did not see either of those uh, coming. Uh, very surprising for, from her. I don't remember and Jemmy having that close of a relationship from season one. Maybe yes, after his win, got more in the Challenge Mania world, and he's gotten pretty close with Derek, and that's kind of built up that relationship. But then, uh, yeah, I or that, yeah, I don't know, I don't know where that came from.
1: Yeah, I'm googling that. Yes, was on Challenge Mania, uh, on June one. 2021. But like, yeah, I mean, Derek to me is someone who yes, would respect. He's got a reverence for the game. Like he performs well. Like he pr- holds himself out to be this expert. I feel like that's a yes thing. Mm-hmm. He's road rules. Yes. is road rules. Like that makes sense. I do remember Jimmy and really and yes, his relationship season one. And the reality is, is yes, doesn't really have that many connections and he seems like somebody who wouldn't really be pre-gaming. So like, right. of course his, his connections seem not that strong because they're not.
2: Mm-hmm. He's on a podcast with someone once, and they're best friends.
1: And yet, he gets to save two people right. because everybody else we see John A. saves MJ, Jordan mm-hmm. saves Naya, Jan, Brad saves Wes. Very, so let's talk about that. Very surprising for Brad to save Wes here.
2: Yeah. I mean, I would have to go through like the archives of like where they've stood in relationships, but I don't think Brad and Wes have been like super close. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of history there, but I don't think there's been great history uh, unless they've maybe off the show now of like built a much stronger friendship but I don't think they've ever been like that buddy buddy with each other like on the show
1: I mean what surprises me more about it is that he doesn't save Nehemiah I think one of the things I've been waiting for is to see how the Brad and Nehemiah friendship has sort of come out after the last season and to save west maybe he just thought west was more at risk than nehemiah because latarian had kind of said i don't want to go against nehemiah maybe he didn't think nehemiah would have the votes here he ends up being right in that nehemiah doesn't get sent in yeah but it was surprising
2: yeah i think that's a good point because i'm sure he's you know he's staring at jordan being in here and knowing that west put the sabotage on him and knowing that yeah, you know, West would be a likely target. So I, I do think Brad was probably like, oh, this is actually legit. Yeah, Wes is probably more at risk here than, than Nehemiah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save him.
1: Um, MJ's already saved. I mean, Brad doesn't say Durrell here. Maybe he also thinks there's no way that is gonna have the votes. Kendall hasn't made a save yet. Kendall and Durrell are close. So maybe he threw he, he doesn't think Durell needs it. Maybe that's more surprising almost than that mm-hmm. he doesn't save Durell over Nehemiah.
2: Yeah. That's a good point.
1: Um, Kayla saves says Sylvia and Kendall says Kellyanne. So that leaves Mark, Cyrus, Nehemiah, and then Ronnie, Veronica, and Mel.
2: Yeah, and even when this was go, like, going down, obviously, I, I was like, I, I kind of loved how they do this. They kind of left this hanging. At first, I thought like I missed it in the episode um, when they were going back to the house to like tell everyone who it was. Um, and it was revealed that it was Mark and Melinda and To see Mark voted in, like you must be able to count. You probably count on one hand the amount, like not even one hand, one finger. I think the amount of times Mark's been voted into elimination. Um, It's stunning to see it happen so early.
1: It still shocks me. And what I don't get is later than Brad's like, well, wait, can I save Mark too? And yes is like, no, No, (laughs) like you can replace Nehemiah, (laughs) but but yes got to save two people. Like I didn't understand that at all. (laughs) I I was really. yeah I mean that's fair I was like frustrated by that um, that it ended up being Mark I was very very surprised I felt bad for Brad I think that's another miscalculation that Brad was like wait I didn't think there was a world Mark would be going in and now it's like well Mark's going in
2: yeah honestly I would get on Brad for that but I didn't think there was a world when even they were listing the people that up for grabs I'm like oh well Mark's not really up for grabs like you know he's even I went into in the must draft I'm like well he's definitely like not going to see an elimination he'll be in the final because just for like out of <laughs> I, I know it's like not out of respect but, like The guy's like the creator of the show. It is like very surprising to see him uh, targeted this early. But I mean, it seemed like Jordan was like the first one to kind of raise an eyebrow of being like, actually, yeah, maybe we should vote in Mark kind of for the reason that, like, no one really go after him. Like, like, maybe we should.
1: And, you know, I'm very surprised, pleasantly surprised that it's not Nehemiah here because. You know, Kayla says, sort of blanket, we shouldn't respect any of their wishes. Now, I think people have more respect for Letarian's wishes than um, Tina's, for the reasons right. we've already discussed. But, like, we were basically, you know, people were projecting in the must-lose draft that Nehemiah was, like, on an island, but, like, clearly he's not, because he somehow managed to not get more votes than Mark to go into an elimination.
2: Yeah, that's amazing that that, that that's how it played out. But yeah, that's, that's true.
1: And then same kind of thing when it comes to Ronnie, Veronica and Mel, like how does this end up being Melinda and not Ronnie? And this is frustrating to me because they paint the picture. Like Mel gets the votes because Kayla said that Wes and Nehemiah are like all connected, but Nehemiah doesn't get the votes. Why is Melinda taking the fall?
2: So this is this is obviously tinfoil Hattie and you know, based off how it played out. But is there any chance that like it was known that Melinda was just like not taking it out, and some of this, at least on the women's side, was for show, and it was like well, Melinda's gonna go home. Let's just let her go home.
1: Why, if you're like, yes, there's a world. Maybe Melinda asked to be put in. Maybe producers were like, you gotta vote Melinda. She's gonna go. Like, I don't know, but. If you are in the authority, why on earth would you want Melinda to go out now and not against you later?
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it it doesn't make that much logical sense, but sometimes like these things don't. And it's just it's honestly I wouldn't have think that other than that's how it just played out with her uh pseudo quitting, but I it, 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 it that's the only my only thought process.
1: Yeah, I mean it's definitely not impossible. We see seen... Stranger Things. Um, All right, let's get to the arena. Uh, You know, they say it's going to be two rematches. I'm laughing to myself. Miss jokes over here. Well, it's really just a match between Kendall and Tina because they famously last season did Mm -hmm. not compete. That's when Tina did her quit and just let uh, Melinda finish. But nope, it's not even one match. It's not one match. It's not a rematch. Melinda can cannot walk is going to leave she rushed into the season now one of the things i think it's like we see mj in like a knee brace we see melinda talking about her ankle injury like i'm glad we're getting this season now but part of me does wish that the people had enough there was enough time between filming for people to recover between season right. one and season two or season two and season three
2: yeah i mean they re- it really must have been just like a couple months or something like that the, the turnaround time is is crazy fast that they would uh that they would do this especially again like I mean that's not that they're old but like it is like the older crop of people to do this so you would think they would need a little bit more recovery time uh, especially after such a brutal final it, it, it's crazy that they would do it so quickly after season two
1: we didn't talk about this but like Tyler does an injury report of like he when yeah. he went up it's like he in his elimination when he left was mm-hmm. like multiple broken ribs his diaphragm moved no that's what he said. I, was I like, think it was that a joke. A, yeah. I mean, maybe it wasn't, though.
2: I don't know. But yeah, that's what he said. Um, definitely broke. Definitely some broken rips.
1: Uh, Seemed to have, and that doesn't heal very quickly, so. um, What did you think of, of TJ's little practical joke that now Tina gets to choose her opponent? Did you buy
2: it? Hook, line, and sinker. Same. Well, I put it in my notes. Wow, Tina gets to choose your opponents. I'm stunned. Then, oh, I'm an idiot. I have.
1: I don't like this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was because like I mean it it would make no sense to do it because then you would have uneven uh, men and women. So like would throw off the balance of like the next few episodes. But sometimes the challenge does weird things like that. But it had me completely fooled. I thought maybe they would do it and like they would just find a, a new guy to come in to like even it out, or I guess no, a new woman to come in and even it out. Um, yeah, I, I, was, I was stunned that uh, not stunned, but I it just got me.
1: Well, then he also said it could be anyone, which makes it seem like now she could pick from the people who should have been safe. I was like, this is horrible,
2: even in the back of the end, I'm like, no, well, obviously, the authority is safe. He meant anyone except for the authority. I'm like playing out this fake ruse in my head. <laughs> well, it's, no, it's not obviously not those people.
1: Um, but all right, this, let's talk about this elimination. Like I really liked it. It's like a very classic who wants it more elimination. And frankly, I would have loved to see a healthy Melinda and Tina battle this one out.
2: Yeah, it's a very cool one. Uh, it's very reminiscent of uh, I think it was the Duel 2. This was one of the eliminations on the back. This is like the one where uh, CT like dequeued himself uh, by getting off the, the pole too early. Um, but it was very re- reminiscent of that. Um I was very excited when the Letarian, uh battle here, like th- this was a very. Uh, it seemed like it was going to be a great, great elimination, and even when they quickly show like the timestamp of like just seven minutes, I'm like, oh, they're going to be at this. And honestly, it was not as long as I thought. <laughs> I thought there was going to be like a two-hour thing the way they were already timestamping seven minutes in. Uh, but what it was, was the very, total time? It wasn't even that much long. It was like, they showed like a 20-minute one and then it ended soon after that. Uh, but I like if they were timestamping seven minutes, I'm like oh, this is going to be like a three, two or three-hour affair. But a very interesting um very and very close battle between Mark and Lutherarian and then uh, a very cool to see John a coming up with like a, a strategy knowing that Latarian was like screwed didn't really have a chance um, I was like oh why don't you try like running around the back it seemed like a brilliant move and I think he almost had it mark just happened to get the get the momentum a little bit extra to, like push the button uh but it was pretty close it was definitely worth the shot
1: yeah, it's tough because you're going to run around, but you're still going to be met with Mark's resistance. So, like, the fact that you can't get right back into your hold position, it's going to give him, like, a minute. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I think what everyone saw, is like, Letarian was never going to win, so it was yeah. worth a Hail Mary. I also wonder, like, did Mark hear that plan because I that makes that it a too. lot easier for him to prepare for it yeah, they, they,
2: they, so i think now going into any elimination you need to have like uh like signs like a third base coach like all right this means like <laughs> run around the back this means do this like in you know, the code words to say what you want to, to help the person out
1: but look it was it was an incredible battle for both men and you know we we had seen a really touching a FaceTime conversation with Mark's mom, who's been battling stage four cancer. I actually spoiled that the elimination was going to be Mark and Latarian while watching because I quickly was Googling to try to see the status of Mark's mom and her Mm -hmm. Instagram his Instagram and everything like that really touched me. Um, I love that Mark was able to get the win here in that situation. And both of them performed incredibly, Uh, really great to watch. But I want to know from you, what do you think about what LT said that no one else could have beaten Mark in that and nobody else besides Mark could have beaten Letarian? Do you think that that's true?
2: I don't think it's true, but it's not like that outlandish of a statement because I do think these are two of like, the biggest guys uh, in this house. Um, I, I guess you maybe you would put like Brad or Maybe a Nehemiah in this spot, but I think they both have more height than both of them. I think Brad and Nehemiah are both shorter than you might think. Um, MJ's pretty big. MJ, yeah, probably MJ would be like the closest one, but it's not like too outlandish of a statement that like it's grotesquely wrong.
1: Obviously, any given Sunday. Obviously, we don't know, but I I think it's true. Like, I really don't think anybody in the house wanted this win more than Mark. Especially with the like ego hit of like your friends voting you in, you're the godfather, you're getting voted in week two, you cannot go home, and your mom and everything. Like, Mark to me was built for this elimination will and strength and body, Mm -hmm. body, mind, and soul. And we've seen Letarian do incredible shit in eliminations, yeah. And I, I like, yeah, of course, anybody could have beat anybody, but I really think it would have been very difficult for anybody else to beat. To beat Letarian besides Mark.
2: It's great to see Mark do eliminations because we don't really see it happen too often. You know, he has obviously done well in like the dailies that he's done, but like, you know, you see him in like great physical condition, but obviously that doesn't always translate to like doing well in some of these competitions. But like to see him like put his full force and to do so well, like it is still amazing to see uh from him.
1: It definitely took us into next week, I think, on a high note.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. Strong, strong two episodes. Not like otherworldly but it just, it's just such a pleasant viewing experience that it's you know it's so matter of fact it's like uh, it's amazing for like All Stars 1 I don't think eliminated anyone until like the end of episode 2 here we've already lost 4 people like it's just boom 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 like they got the structure daily like uh, domination elimination knock out a guy and a girl keep it moving like this is just like it's amazing just doing the simple things really just makes a show like this so much more of a better viewing experience
1: we love it. We're pumped. We're ready to come back next week. I'm excited.
2: Yeah, episode three next week. So, no, no games this week, right? Nothing to keep track of. I mean, just I get, we don't have the points, but like, just like for the the muscles, just like the people who lost. So, like, Scally lost Cynthia and Letarian. Matt lost Melinda, and I lost Tyler. So they're ahead. And I am sure. the best
1: team in the game, baby. Yeah.
2: So I, uh, just a uh, gut call, they are winning through two weeks. Uh, but, you know, long way to oh. go. Almost lost Mark, That I would incredible if I lost my last round sure pick in the first 1st uh, first
1: All right. We're getting yeah. an hour that's, and 40 minutes into okay. this. Let's see what I'll get wrap it here.
2: up. I'll wrap it up. You can, <laughs> <Get> <laughs> follow, me. You can follow me on Twitter at Cohen with a C, Brian with an I underscore, and the uh, new girl guy coming out this week.
1: I took a mental health yadda this week. Uh, not, not Akiva's fault. My fault. Um, but hopefully, we'll be back next week. Uh, if you're interested, you could catch up on listening to me and Akiva talk about new girl uh, with an old guy at Anchor.fm/slash New Girl Old Guy. And we hey. put it out when we feel like it. Okay.
2: <laughs> and you can. <laughs> you follow. can follow me at Last Tweets. I don't think this website works anymore. But Rob's website.com slash Challenge iTunes. I don't think that maybe it doesn't, the, doesn't work. Doesn't it? Isn't there? Don't we have a new link? I think we have a new link?
1: Yeah, but I I told Rob I like having the challenge iTunes. It's so funny and outdated. Yeah. It let's see. It takes you. It takes you right to Apple Podcasts right, where we passed. have a thousand ratings. But get us started, people. Get yeah. us started on the right note. You know. Where yeah, what are we at?
2: What's our number right now? And then we'll wrap.
1: Um. It doesn't tell me. I have it open on the website. Hold on. I'll put up. I'm never. That's I'm never far from iTunes reviews. Here That's I. Am I just want to set a goal. Yeah, we have. It says 1K. I feel like it's not going to up, update us enough.
2: Right, so we want 2K. No. Um,
1: just, just give us, nice just give us some nice
2: Yeah, some booze. It's a new season. Help us out. Push some us boost. Up to The top of the top <laughs> of the rankings. You said
1: some booze, which would also be fun. <laughs>
2: that's it. Uh, that's it for this one. We'll be back episode three next week. Till then, have a good one.
0: 18 plus.